Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about my own experience with the carnivore diet. The carnivore diet is basically a diet where people restrict themselves to eating only animal products like beef, pork, chicken, fish, and depending on the person, sometimes dairy products too. Some people also call it the zero-carb diet, and I know if you've never heard of this, it, it sounds absolutely crazy. I, I get it, but it is something that's gained a lot more attention and popularity in the past few years, especially with people like Jordan Peterson and most recently Joe Rogan trying it, talking about its benefits. And I haven't really discussed this on the show, but I have kind of mentioned it on social media that since last August, actually, I have been experimenting with carnivore, going on it, trying to reintroduce other foods, falling off the wagon entirely, going back on it and I know this is a very different type of video than I usually do but seeing people become more curious about the diet and hearing more people talk about it I kind of thought it might be fun to share my own experiences and I did do a poll and like 85% of you said you would be interested in hearing this so here we go. And we've got a lot more to talk about, but first, I want to tell you all about Quip. Quip, the makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. And it's simply this, that if you have good habits, you're good. That means brushing for two minutes twice a day and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. So Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough, plus Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping so your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Chen right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash Chen, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Chen. Quip, the good habits company. So first off, what I really want to drive home and what is probably the most important part of this episode is that in no way am I trying to give anyone medical advice or change anyone else's diet, okay? I am not a medical professional. Everything I'm about to say is purely anecdotal and the purpose of this video is simply to share what I've personally been going through with you lovely people. This is just what I've done, what I found works for me, and I am not saying you guys should follow this or that you would even have similar results if you did, this is totally just me sharing some stuff that's happened to me. That is all. Okay, now with that disclaimer out of the way, to understand what would lead me to try such a restrictive and some might even say insane sounding diet, I think it's important to first talk about what my health has been like over the past few years. A lot of people try carnivore looking to lose weight and they do seem to have success with that, but for me, it really was just for other health concerns. For the past several years, and it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly when this started happening, I began getting sick all the time. Like, literally, all the time. I would be sick at least once a month, and when I did get sick, it would last pretty much a full week. When I was sick, it would kind of vary in how bad it was, but the symptoms I would generally always get were having a runny nose, a fever, body chills, fatigue. So that was really hard. And then on top of that, even when I wasn't sick, 
I had no energy. I used to go to the gym all the time in college, even when Liam and I first started dating. I was going to the gym three, maybe four times a week, but for the past few years, I just didn't have the energy. I just felt too tired and it's hard to explain exactly, but it was just not going to happen. And then on top of that, I've never been a particularly good sleeper, but falling asleep for the past few years was getting pretty hard. I, I was not having an easy time with the whole insomnia deal and I would wake up exhausted, even if technically I managed to get like 10 hours of sleep, I would still wake up tired. And I know some people might say, oh, that's because you were sleeping too much, but that's not it either because if I got less than maybe eight hours of sleep, I would barely be able to function throughout the day. My brain, it would just not work properly. It almost felt as if I had maybe three or four hours of sleep. So yeah, that was pretty much me for the past couple years. Just a very sick, low energy, sleepy person. Quite, quite the party. And don't get me wrong, I was still able to do my job and live life and stuff. It's not as if it was debilitating, but it did make life harder. I just wasn't having a very good time of things, especially during the times when I was sick. And I know at this point, some of you might be thinking, well, why didn't you go see a doctor? That doesn't sound normal. You should have gone to see a doctor. I have been to doctors, okay? I have been to doctors. When I first went to someone to talk about the issues I was having, I was told, oh, every seven years or so, our bodies kind of need to revamp our immune systems, uh, our antibodies get out of date, so we can go through periods where we get sick more than usual, but that's, that's totally normal. Or, oh, it's because you travel for work. You're exposed to more germs you're not accustomed to. Just things like that. But anyway, months went by, a year went by, I didn't get better. If anything, I got worse. So then we did some blood tests. We checked for things like an iron deficiency, vitamin deficiencies, white blood cell count. Everything came back totally normal. Not helpful. Anyway, eventually I got to go see a specialist in internal medicine, this guy who's supposed to be an amazing diagnostician. And he did like, a full half day of tests on me. They did a bunch of blood tests, okay, taking a fair amount of my blood. They did a physical examination. They took my pee. I had to run on a treadmill the whole nine yards, okay? They got all up in here. And that same day, after all the tests were done, we met together and went over the problems I'd been having. And his initial hypothesis, I suppose, was that I was stressed. And this stress was causing the trouble sleeping and in turn affecting my immune system which can happen. So he suggested that I try sleep hygiene, which I was already doing, or meditating and journaling. And if you guys are the type of people who are into that, good for you, but I'm just not. But anyway, once he had all of the test results back, we met again and it was weird. I was at the point where I almost wanted something to be wrong with my test results, just so I could at least have a reason why I wasn't feeling good because I didn't always feel that way and I wanted to feel better. And I thought that if the test could at least identify something that was wrong, well then we would have a potential treatment plan. We would at least be able to say, okay, here's the problem. Here's why I'm not feeling good, but this is what we can do to make things better. But no, we went over the results and essentially on paper, I was the healthiest person on the planet. 
everything was fine. Like I was suspiciously healthy. But then at the same time, uh, no, everything wasn't fine because I still felt like garbage. So it was at this point where I was feeling pretty much at the end of my rope and just didn't want to feel sick anymore that I brought up the carnivore diet. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Peterson's and I follow his daughter Michaela and I'd heard them talk about how the carnivore diet or I think Michaela is now on the lion diet, which is just beef. Um, they'd said that those diets had alleviated a lot of the symptoms they'd experienced and Obviously, my health problems were nowhere near as serious as what the Petersons were going through. I, I get that. But some of the things I'd heard them mention, like improved immune system, better sleep, less anxiety. I mean, I felt on a whim like, hey, maybe that could help me too. I totally expected the doctor to just laugh in my face, tell me I was crazy for even thinking of it. It would just be so unhealthy, terrible for me. But as it turns out, he didn't. It turns out my doctor is really into the idea of our microbiomes, gut bacteria affecting our overall health. He said there's a lot of things we don't yet know about our microbiomes, but research is saying that it's a lot more impactful than we had previously realized. And what he basically said to me at the end of the meeting was, experiment with your diet. Don't listen to what you think you should eat because, again, all of my levels were totally fine at that point. He said, eat what makes you feel good, what makes you feel healthy, and then slowly try to reintroduce things back into your diet to see what does and doesn't work. So with my doctor's blessing, last August, I started the carnivore diet with the intention of eventually working my way through an elimination diet. But before we get into that, this is Lauren from the future here, and I just got done spending the weekend with some amazing conservative women at FreedomWorks Women Win 2020 conference. They may have come from all over the country and from very different backgrounds, but one of the things they kept mentioning was how terrified they were of Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's proposed fracking ban, which would cause their energy bills to skyrocket and devastate their families. That's horrible, but thankfully my friends over at FreedomWorks are doing everything they can to stop it. And if you'd like to help FreedomWorks stop AOC and Sanders' assault on American energy, please text Lauren, that's my name Lauren, to 41490 and sign their petition. If the ban is enacted, it'd cause more economic harm and destroy more jobs than the financial crisis, the housing bust, and Great Recession combined. Not to mention the fact that countless families would struggle just to heat their homes. This is a very real fear for not just these women, but women around the country. And it's why I'm encouraging you, my audience, to text Lauren to 41490. This is a very real fear that not just these women, but women around the country have. And it's why I'm encouraging you, my audience, to text Lauren to 41490 and help Freedom Work stop AOC and Sanders' assault on American energy by signing their petition now. Now, I will be going through some of the questions you guys sent in for me later, but to give you a quick overview, Starting carnivore was hard. It was very, very hard. I have never experienced cravings like that in my entire life. My body, I am 100% sure, was going through carb withdrawal. I would have murdered someone for a brownie, a piece of pizza, some spaghetti, just, just something. It, it was almost unbearable. I know it probably seems like I'm exaggerating, but trust me, it was hard and on top of that, and this was like the number one question you guys had for me, the infamous digestion issues. They are real. Or at least they were for me. Gosh, we're getting real close in this video. Just a lot of 
personal information being shared. So yeah, that first week especially was difficult between the cravings and the stomach issues, but part of what kept me going, aside from really not wanting to be sick anymore, was that my energy levels shot through the roof. And I mean, within days. I just had so much more energy, I had more focus, it was, it was really strange. Compared to how I was feeling before, it was almost like I had runner's high. It was incredible. And the darndest thing is that I also started waking up earlier. Before, it was torture for me if I had to get up before, like, 11. Now, I was getting up at freaking 8.30 in the morning, feeling amazing, feeling refreshed, waking up without an alarm clock. And it was easier to get to sleep, too. No more falling asleep at, like, Three, I was in bed by maybe 12.30 and asleep almost right away. And these changes all started happening within the first week. After the second week, the stomach issues had pretty much calmed down and the cravings were gradually dying down, but, but they were still there. And it was at this point I was fully convinced this whole microbiome thing, this is science, this works, it's real, and I was feeling really good. After a bit over a month is when I started reintroducing foods and I started with leafy greens, still eating mostly meats but with some greens on the side. But then we started approaching Canadian Thanksgiving and I also had a bunch of work trips where I needed to be traveling and, and this is when the trouble arose. I naively thought that maybe if I just kept eating a mainly meat diet, I could start eating whatever I wanted again, but in smaller quantities. Like maybe before the problem was I wasn't getting enough protein, but now if I ensured I was getting protein, I could still eat other stuff and feel good. However, as Liam was very vocal to point out at the time, that is not how the elimination diet works. I fell off the wagon. I got sick again, I got tired again, almost immediately after trying that. And even though I knew the change in how I felt was due to what I was eating, I was traveling so much last fall, I didn't feel like I could control my diet the way that I had been when I was at home, so I pretty much gave up. And this brings us to December, which is when I got sicker than I have been in years. And that's coming from someone who is sick all the time. Seriously, my family was concerned. My throat was so sore and wrecked, I couldn't talk. Four days. My fever just kept getting worse and worse. Antibiotics weren't helping. I felt so uncomfortable. I was in bed for 10 days. So then when I finally got over that, I thought, okay, we're going back on carnivore and we're gonna do this right. So then the beginning of this year, January and February for me have been back on it and I'm feeling good again. The stomach issues and cravings weren't as hard or as big of a deal starting up again as they were before the first time. I have energy, uh, I go to dance class, I have a gym membership again, I wake up early, and I've always been prone to anxiety, but I don't I don't feel anxious anymore. It's it's really strange. Now I'm at a point with my diet where I'm kind of seeing what I can get away with eating while not feeling like a pile of garbage. I've experimented with low-carb vegetables. I think I still have a lot more experimenting and playing around to do, but I feel like my issues actually lie when I have too many complex carbs, which is so sad because I love complex carbs. Like, they're, they're my favorite thing. But anyway, I have monologued for long enough, so let's get to your questions. Okay, wow, a lot of you guys seem to be very concerned with how my 
digestive system is going. I'm fine now, rest assured. The notorious BTB asks, how long could you actually see yourself keeping to the diet before you were truly sick of it? Longevity is a big deal when I consider something like that. For me, I never planned on going into carnivore as a long-term or permanent solution to the way I was feeling. I've always seen it as kind of a stepping stone on the path of an elimination diet. With that being said though, I think it is safe to say that I do feel the best when I am only eating meat, but I I love food so much, uh, carbs, just all food. If I had the choice between either feeling like I used to or only eating meat, then I am willing to do this diet for the rest of my life, but I'm still hoping that I will find the problem is not all other foods, just maybe one specific kind of other food that I can mostly cut out and then maybe, you know, once in a while when I'm willing to, to take one for the team, have a cheat day on. Rashondola asks, what are your nutrient levels at? My dads are great, but I'm curious if that is the rule or the exception. I actually haven't had my nutrient levels measured again since starting Carnivore, but I'm due back at the doctors, I think in April. And if you guys are interested, I could see about getting everything measured again and we can do a comparison or follow-up just let me know if that is something you would like to see. Quite a few people have also asked what my food budget has been like on Carnivore, and this is not a good thing, I don't recommend this, but I actually don't keep a food budget, so I can't give you an exact comparison of what I used to spend versus what I currently spend. But I will say that Carnivore, for me at least, has been more expensive than the way that I used to eat. If you look at things like bread and pasta, just a lot of the carbs and starches that people tend to eat, that's actually super cheap stuff when compared to just meat. So I definitely wouldn't say that carnivore is a money-saving diet, but for me personally, I am more than happy to pay a higher cost if it means feeling so much better. Adam asks, alcohol intake if slash what slash when? I don't drink alcohol, um, so I guess that answers that question, but I pretty much just stick to water tea, um, people can also do black coffee, but aside from that, a lot of the things that people drink have sugar in them, so that's kind of a no-go. Some people have also asked about supplementation, um, whether I'm taking any vitamins on the diet. I am taking a multivitamin. I was taking one before I started the diet, so I just kind of kept taking it. Some people are curious as to whether that actually throws off a carnivore diet. For, for me, I've still experienced a lot of benefits while taking the supplements, so I I'm probably just gonna go ahead and keep taking the multivitamin. I think that's gonna wrap up this episode though, and I hope you guys found this interesting. Yes, no, maybe too much personal information perhaps. And as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Have you tried the carnivore diet? And if so, how has that worked out for you? Let us know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.